everybody. Uh, today we are at Daily Press in Brooklyn. As you can hear, some of the the music in the background. I thought it was kind of. It's a cool spot. I you know every coffee spot I go to, I always end up having some of the most beautiful conversations, and there always ends up to be one spot that I choose at the place, and wherever I sit there, I always meet incredible individuals. And it was the same thing at Panther Coffee in Miami. Uh, it was here. Any coffee shop I go to, I always meet like-minded individuals and share synchronicities. I think there's something really beautiful about coffee shops. And this girl behind the bar, I'll tell you a quick story. She, uh, her father just passed in November, and so she, like, she just went back to D- uh, to to Houston or to Texas to get stuff about her father and. She bought a couple candles and she bought pictures. And I had before I had just told her that she should do a ritual and write a letter because she was talking about how her father was kind of trying to project um, what he didn't do onto her. And, you know, she started opening up about this and we both just I was sharing about my son and the vulnerability was there. And she just started tear up. She's like, man, I just went to Texas and got all this stuff. She's like, I'm going to do that ritual and just kind of write everything that you want to say and bring closure. And so you don't feel the shame and guilt for not being able to do what your father wanted you to do, which was basically for himself. And so it's just being able, you know, I had a couple other conversations with people right here, right to my left and about astral projection and us and just amazing conversations and another seat over there in the corner and, I'm surprised none of the people that I've met are here because they usually come here all the time. It's just, it's just a great place to bring and to share uh, time with people, you know, and especially you. Like, it, it's just great. It's such good vibes. As he looks around, see they even have like open mic and they do like uh, drag shows here, and they like yeah, they, it's kind of like a. Yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really cool space. Yes, yeah. It. Ah. Come and come and go. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, and he's making a reference from our script. So the uh, the other main character, the main character in the uh, in the in the story that we're writing, has a has a coffee bar space, and it's almost, dude. To be completely honest, I, I see it a little bit darker than this, but the the, the yeah yeah is definitely yeah. Wow, that's really cool. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Works. <laughs> I'm not having. Yeah, I'm not. Oh my God, so good, so good, so so good, so good. But so I, I thought it would be cool. Like we were gonna, we're gonna go to your house and have dinner later. And I feel really uh, blessed to be going on this trip and spending the last time with you. 
it's i mean we just this weekend you know this weekend we had the we had the full moon friday and saturday night and saturday easter sunday 4 four twenty. yo it is it is it is but micah invited me to go or i'm just gonna say like you you invited me to go to church and i wish you i, I wish I wish you guys could have heard the message like he sent me. He's like, I, I, I don't know if I should do this. And I'm listening and he's talking about a brunch tomorrow. And I didn't even really kind of place it that it was Easter Sunday. And you sent this to me and I didn't even finish the message, like the audio, like the little message that you sent me. Yeah. And I just before he finished it, I sent him a message. I was, yeah. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. I want to be there. So we went to I met him after the event that we had. like this weekend for myself was bro. I caught all the energy of what was going on in our in like earth wise. Right. It was it was so amazing to see Friday night I ate an eighth of mushrooms and faced the the shit the uh, faced the fear of my self identity being removed going and meeting my son for the first time in seven years and this just brought up so much stuff while on mushrooms because on mushrooms you can't run. You can't, you can't run from yourself. I mean, you can, but when you do mushrooms intentionally, um, to do, to do inner work and that is your, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can, you can distract, you can distract yourself. Yeah. But what I do, I can't, there's no running. So, and my roommates were there, I, dude, they were, they were holding space for me and, and just, they were helping and then they were sober and, and they saw me like really like going through my stuff and, you know, waking up Saturday morning and hosting an event and being part of an event when I haven't done this in since the old Justin, like the old Justin before he sat in prison, the ego Justin. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was the exact same thing, dude. No. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, yep. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to elaborate on this. Yeah. Dude, this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking fake and this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I was I was fucking butt hurt at that, Micah. Like, yo, dude. I mean, I was so embarrassed, <laughs> so embarrassed. <laughs> well, the thing is, is is like what you're. It's so because Micah's going off of what I shared with him on Sunday, and the last, and he know, and he knows that. So, it's, dude, you are you are so spot on with that in a sense that. Going through and seeing the husband and wife create the event, right? And the stress that was between the two of them and then how it was transferring to other to, to other to, to see other people and how other people aren't aware that it's affecting them, but I feel it. So then I become Exactly. So I, I knew and I knew how to bring them together and like and I can I saw it. And I made them give a hug and kiss to each other. And I was like, yo, don't let this deter you from. Mm. Yeah, my past. My past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And wow. Yeah. Dude, this 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 symbolism, the symbolism of like my whole life, in a sense, coming full circle, right? So where I was eight years ago, creating these events and how they led to my like facing of of my my like wow, I'm I'm completely fake. I'm completely driven by ego. And then to see myself 
like you know i yes i had eaten a little bit of mushrooms before the event but i had them on me I, but some would think i was a little bit crazy for doing this for eating mushrooms because some people just can't fathom you know functioning in that space in a crowd of people commanding people with the microphone communicating but so what this taught me and what i've been learning about with mushrooms is the energetic work So I the the ener the energetic work, so the energetic work that has been going on with the mushrooms and being able to see how every like I was in every mix I was with the the bands trying to figure out this problem this problem I was literally thrown into this group and had to decipher through it, but not losing myself in the stress and I also had to take a walk around the block and go this is not my event. You know what I mean? Like, this is not mine. I can observe and I want to help these people. I believe in what they're doing. They sold $5,000 at the bar. They sold, you know, a few hundred people coming in. They were able to pay everyone. They were able to break even and do all. They had a very successful night with even all the flaws and the imperfections. And they did it in a week. So to, I, I know that because... I put together my first Basel Art Basel event in a month. People take entire years to prepare for an event. So, and, and I've done this over and over and over again. I've put an event together in a week and a couple of days. And so it was just so beautiful. It, my experience. Like previous experiences. My, my pre, you know what we say if instead of a better word? Previous lessons. Lessons. They're not failures. They're lessons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The observer. Yeah. In the moment. In the moment. Wow, so instantaneous. Dude, it's it, wow. Yeah, we're at the end of the event. We're sitting at home at five o'clock in the morning, and they're like, Justin, you need to travel with us and take pictures. You need to document with us. We want you to help us. And it's like, yo, I'm here. I'm here to help you and to do, you know, we'll see how things progress. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I see what I see what yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's my entire being, you know what I mean? Like the, the art, art, the, the photos just kind of represent that. And yeah, yeah, no, I mean like Ricardo, they don't really know me all that well. Freddie, Fred, Freddie, my, but you know, Fred, like Freddie is, is one of my best friends. And Milton, the other guy that plays the musician, I just met him and Freddie's introduced me to other people that he thought I would like and collaborate well with 
and it didn't really work out so well. And Milton is just a whole, he's a father. And so when he was talking to me about my son and like, Milton, no, you haven't met Milton. Like, I'm gonna send you some of his music, it, the medicine music. Yeah, dude, he's, he worked at uh, uh, the New York Times. He's a journalist. Like this dude's, this dude's like very, yeah, he's and he's living. He's living. He's living in uh, Puerto Rico. That's where Freddie's going to move down to Puerto Rico. Dude, he's going there, and yeah, <laughs> he's he's going to live there, and they're gonna do the music thing. And but it was just really cool to see, like, to go through Friday, to like face this fear, then to see my old self and all the benefits of the inner workings at at play. How, how I was able to check myself, how I lost myself and freaked out at certain times and my friends were there to support and help me through it. And then to wake up the next morning on five hours sleep, like five hour nap after eating mushrooms the night before, not getting any sleep, dancing all night. I hurt my knee. Like I'm still sore from how I was dancing. And then to come to church service when I hadn't been there in 15 years and you hadn't either. You haven't been in church in... How long? I mean, yeah, but nothing for like a service. Like, I mean, you grew up in a heavy Christian family, right? Scenario. And, and the thing is, and I, and I, I, was, I was born into it, so, so I studied it, so I bought into it, so I did everything. Um, I, what I've always told people who don't know anything about church is like, I could make any church person who has any sort of uh, opinion theological opinion. Not who you think they are. Phonies. Phony. No shit. Smoking cigarettes or is smoking cigarettes, but like we, we did this thing where we smoked but then didn't inhale, right? Oh, like, uh, it was just like yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and, and I 
Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, like, from the time I used to walk up until I was about to merge, I, I was, like, seeing double, you know, so that, that, like, the, the, the first, like, cigarette like, nicotine like, rush. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that drove it was hypocrisy. It was, it was seeing Well, your world was shattered at that point. Like, well, so what was happening at the time was that we had, we had like, uh, we were a reformed church in a, in a sort of legalistic uh, scenario. Uh, uh, how can I say this? Like a macro culture, right? So we were a, a very reformed macro culture. Our church in a, in a sort of legalistic. Yeah. This, 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 this. Yeah, very, yeah. It seemed like you're saying like very rigid in a sense. Like, look from the outside. From well, descri- from hearing what you just described, I would hear it as like kind of like strict, like. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't have any you don't have any other reference. So there's yeah. No, there's no part of you that's like oh I'm putting away these vices because you don't know what those those vices are anyway. And second of all, um like you're so much dogma. Mm. So what it was is it was like it was like being a part of a movement. I, I don't want to use the word cult because that's that's taking it a step further. Yeah. Like, you know, for example, our youth choir um, was about 120 strong. Wow. And That's huge. Shift, she says, yeah, yeah. Damn, dude, that is, I hear that and I hear strict. That is strict. Like, when our 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's a, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, yeah, 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 you hear another, you hear another, yeah. The energy is undeniable. The, 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 yeah, and that's, that's what I'm getting from this, is the energy. I mean that's so what I'm gonna do now is the the giving hearing the backstory about how much uh, you were involved in Christianity growing up and to see you know as we go through this and and what we're kind of forced into coming here whether or not you believe we made prior contracts or agreements with our souls before we came in. I'm, I, yeah, that I mean, I feel very strongly about that. I think that there is very, very stuff, very real stuff that happens there, but being able to get ourselves to a point where, which I thought was kind of beautiful is that like both of us hadn't been to church in a very long time. Both of us have our reservations about the, the, the bringing it full circle. And, and to bring, you know, to hear some of your story in regards of that, of how indoctrinated you were, because I was part of the choir. Like, I was part of that with my, I mean, we, this is, yeah, it. Jeez, dude. Like, it was, Micah, walking in, I couldn't help but just 
be. No, I mean, the, the, yo, the band was incredible. It was so good. But it's just, it was so beautiful for myself. And and something I noticed I thought was kind of cute was this, like, you inviting me and, like, us being able to kind of support each other in that in that step of going to church and not allowing our past and our past representation of, of Christianity and, and what it means and kind of redefining that on on a individual basis like what that what that space meant to me like the death that i went through on friday literally you know something i realized with psychedelics and every time you know no matter what psychedelics they are you're always confronted with that am i going to die and there's always there's always no there's an and, and this is something that i've every time dude Every time it every time it comes up, and literally, what when you, when you feel that, if you understand how to decode and to look at your situation and what you went through, you'll realize that you went through a death because you're witnessing such nasty thoughts, such self. I don't want to. I don't want to exist in this. And to be able to go through that on Friday, witness the old self and the new self. And then to share this moment with you when our friendship has grown so much in three years. It, dude, it's, it's so beautiful, dude. Like, it's so beautiful. And then to sit at, at a brunch with your friends and friends of your friends and to see how beautiful these people are and the knowledge and the awareness and their situations and their openness and your wife's love. Yo. I got your wife's acceptance. Like I got wifey's acceptance this past weekend, dude. That's dude, what? And I knew that when you said that, I was like, oh, I feel so honored. Mm -mm. No. His wife is a queen, dude. I mean, she's a queen. She is a, such a queen. Yeah. Yeah. Just resentful. Fucking pointless.
It's so awesome how that, I, dude. I mean, you literally just gave out a formula for if you are someone that wants to, like, if you believe in a monogamous relationship, I'm not saying that I do or I don't, but you guys have, but you found someone that balances, that brings an incredible balance to your life. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, Micah's dropping knowledge right now, bro. to get its best benefit, to get the most out of that experience. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is what needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. They're adorable together, by the way. It's 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 disgustingly cute. Yeah. Oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Dude, this is like the this is a this is dream team. Literally, what you uh, what you're saying is is how to create, uh, like how you said, how to utilize a monogamous relationship for the best benefit for each individual. And like when I'm around you two, there is just this. I mean, I've been around you two. This is the last Sunday was the third time. This will be the fourth time. Like spending time with you two together, and it is. It's electric. Like, it's really something that's inspiring. It gives me, like, I'm not somebody that necessarily specifically thinks that monogamous relationships are exactly for me. Like, I'm kind of on that, like, thing where maybe, and I think I need, like, sister wives and stuff, but that could change. No, I. And I love that perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like you're saying, certain points we're in perspective, like we're in, we're like set up for. Yeah, what was you used the phrase a minute ago? But yeah. Yeah. What are my needs? Knowing no. Yeah. But it takes. Yeah, because you would just be taking, 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 taking. There wouldn't be an even exchange of energy going on between the both of you. You're giving, and which are received on both ends at at the same. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it doesn't mean that in another uh, set of scenarios, or that years from now or 10 years ago, that I would be anonymous. It just means that I, I realize that there are certain scenarios that an ugly um, sets up that are beneficial to me. Yeah. yeah. It's just a situation that you found yourself in. You assessed it. You looked at it. You worked through it. You communicated and realized that at the end of the day, like this is. Wow. On acceptances, I mean, like something presented itself to you. And, 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 and at that point, when something presents itself and it's so apparent and you can't turn left or right and you have nothing to do but to face it. That's surrendering. One thing that I, I was speaking to somebody about, uh, and, and this is not the full truth um, about my marriage. Yeah. But I said this in a way that I felt like they would understand. Um, because they were talking to me about marriage and like, what's the thing that scares you? Yeah. But look what look what it's brought up. I mean, dude. No, not at all. <laughs> You're running straight into uncomfort. <laughs> Circumstantial, man. Yeah, well, it's because it's it's the it's the security, the comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Hey. No, I mean, when you first told me you got married, I, I remember feeling how terrified you were of it. And there were certain things that I had said to you about, like, opening up and communicating with her and, like, being completely vulnerable and this sort of stuff with her. I don't know where you are in that process of, of allowing yourself to be completely vulnerable with her. I'm sure that's probably progressed since the last... Like, I said this maybe a year ago. I think we were... I think it was actually at... Uh, it was at our... Uh, the the maple maple and books or whatever that that uh the yeah you did recently you did you just sent me a photo of it and it was such a great picture too yeah 
And you looked across the street. Dude, that's where we had our conversation and people were like, yeah, dude. And people were like, so, like the, there was a couple sitting next to us, like a, a girl or someone. They were like, what do you guys like? Whatever. You, she's yeah, she are talking about some really, really. Yeah. She's like, you guys are talking about some really interesting, cool stuff. And what's really cool. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. But on a quick note, what's really cool is how we've been doing this back and forth for a little while. And I listen to the audio and sometimes I just don't like how I sound because I get excited by you and I, 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 I lose my, my grounding and get excited. But this conversation that we're recording has been the most fluid conversation that we've recorded and had and it's been so beautiful. I'm actually like really excited for people to listen to this because it's it's just super it's super cool but I got to take a piss. I just had a bunch of coffee and a bunch of beer. You should probably buy one more round of beer and we got to be out in 30 minutes. Yeah, and we'll be back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yes. Yes, yes something you don't know. You do need condoms, but um well you don't. I mean, yeah, yes you uh <laughs> All right, so we're back with some 6-point pilsner. Micah grabbed some Mama Zuma's chips. They're actually really good. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we had a American Spirit. And then, and I also have some Pineapple Express hash oil that's really good. And I might eat the rest of my uh, my mushrooms at the airport. But I, I, well, I definitely will. Mushrooms, like eating a little dose of mushrooms at the airport, is always so good because it. You can see the like people observing and watching people, and like I was saying earlier, with mushrooms, they've taught me how to how to observe energy. I will. I would eat them before. I would eat them before. Mm -hmm. the, the, then one of the best ways to get them in is putting them in capsules. So you grind them up into powder form and you weigh them out and you put them in little capsules and you put them in a jar and you bring them with you. I am nervous a little bit about bringing my hash oil, which is the vape pen, which I think everybody has the vape pen. So I'm wondering what the thing is with, with my vape pen. Um, I guess we'll find out. But, you know, just we were talking about... Uh, yeah, I mean, I... We, we we shall find out but just talking about like the the church and and the relationships and i don't know there's a certain flow of having you on the on on this that that's just cool it's because it's it's a progression of our relationship too you know certain talking and ideas and things that we have and the excitement and my old self and how i get excited and all this sort of stuff and this conversation just feels so good and just to see Sunday and the resurrection, so you have the death, right? Like I was saying, you have the death on Friday night. You have, uh, and this is what Jesus went through, right? And like, death was crucified, was then went through this whole ceremonial thing on Saturday, and then Sunday rose from the dead. And,
Damn, dude. Yeah. Wow, dude. Massive, massive, dude. Yeah. Yep. The Matrix. Dude, and this is uh, the voluntary sacrifice that. But this is pure sur It's pure it's it, it. No. Yeah. Say that you didn't 
this very day where I can see it in my life, where we can see it in our lives, where no, this like I I can't I can't not pay homage or respect to the divine energy because the stories that were good. You just paraphrased his entire sermon so well. Like the sermon that we had on Sunday about resurrection and the inner workings and how like the symbolism of what Jesus went through and all of this, how you just, you just encapsulated his entire, the, the pastor's entire sermon. And you don't, and, but dude, the energy there was so undeniable and I just was in tears the entire time, like how divine this was, just looking at my entire weekend. The symbolic perception, I felt it. I felt it to the core of my existence, like the synchronicities, everything, the, the like going into that place with a new friend and like your wife and, and her friends and their friends and connecting with people and that one photo that with Caroline and I were like, where like, and your like face is like right at the, yeah, just so good. Like that moment of, of cre like, here's to new friendships, here's to new love. And what we're seeing with like Nipsey Hussle being killed. And I've been looking into this guy and researching him because I didn't really know, but I saw a picture of him on Instagram before he died, looked him up, but didn't pay any attention. And then once he died, seeing everything that came up from this guy, the interviews, the, the, the amazing balance between hood, spirituality, business. Like this dude pouring Florida water on their, on, on their ceremony in the streets. Like the energy. He used to sage him and his kids every time they would leave and come to the house. The balance of spirituality. Looking at how his mother was celebrating his life and telling us, no, don't mourn his death. Celebrate it. Dr. Sebi and the AIDS, and we have a conversation about the whole AIDS thing that we do, that we, we have coming up. And we have, you know, we have a few more minutes. Mike and I have a lot to talk about, you know, with our experiences and, and our friendship and individual and collective and, and writing and arts, entertainment and healing and, and the entire process of what Bridge to the Unknown is and is about. Because as you can see what what I've gone through in trying to create this podcast and re-listening to some of the stuff, like kind of just all over the place, wanting to be vulnerable with people, wanting to be vulnerable with everybody and trying to figure out a structure. And then I talk about the three-point structure and come up with it on the phone with you as I'm about to go up to, to Jersey or go over to Jersey and go, oh my God, because I've been sitting on this three-point structure of, of what I want to create for the last year and a half. It was something I came up with, but I, I was lacking structure with this podcast, you know, just in the format of how I want to present it and being on the phone with you and seeing just this entire thing come full circle from the scripts and, and ideas and, and just to be at church with a new friend and to, to, to be comforting, like to kind of go into the trenches of our old selves and see how our old selves would re like rejected this. And we kind of ran from this 
and to find a new friend to go into that old space hand in hand, literally, you know what I mean? To go into that space of our past and to see and to recognize the beauty and how symbolic it is to exactly where we are in this moment and how to apply that right now, a story that's ancient, that we don't know if it's real or not, but we can see the impact. We can see what that story meant as storytellers. We are storytellers. These chips are really good, by the way. They are spicy. <laughs> crunch, crunch. I thought it was closer to 300. That was like two. I thought. Yeah, that was. I saw in the newspaper like two something. Dude, on the same day. Wow. Christ consciousness. Dude, look at, look, what? Resurrection. On the same day. Jesus, you can put the crowns on me. You can stab me. You can do whatever to me. It the voluntary... T Dude, when you were saying earlier about the... I, I just remembered something. Sorry to interrupt. The voluntary thing about... Like, volunteer, voluntarily suffering. That is to allow yourself to have the human experience. Allowing yourself to be human. Just had to, I had to, it doesn't, it just, it, it came up from earlier.
Equanimity. Yeah, it, yeah, me, 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 me. How do I get ahead? How do I get ahead? Yeah, too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Micah, yo, this was um, where we're literally at about 30 more seconds until an hour. And I gave Micah this symbol of we have three minutes to wrap it up. And he just wrapped that up so beautifully and so much love and appreciation and respect and admiration to the people that are willing to allow themselves to have a human experience and to, to feel life and to keep going and to just always keep asking for strength and courage to keep going through this and to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations that help you grow. And that, yes, you're gonna endure suffering. And I think just being human is, is a suffering experience per se. Like with the ability to allow your, well, with the ability to discern when to feel and to go into those emotions to heal because when you go in and you feel there's suffering there like you're you're relieving suffering and all of this but you don't have to identify with it and that your life is suffering you just allow yourself to feel and really i i kind of just want to leave on that note i mean it was so awesome to have micah here and to be in this coffee shop and when we write about coffee shops and our script and just how beautiful everything comes full circle in our lives and, and the relationships that we give water to and nutrients to and watching them grow. I, I pray for good fortune and I, I pray for abundance in both of our lives and everyone that's listening. Thank you, dude. Thanks for like, this was, this was way more than I had ever anticipated as like the first like sit down session with you when we've had other sessions and they just they've been kind of all over the place but we fell really in line together today and it was really beautiful to watch and uh 
So yeah, here's to uh, let's cheers, bro. Here's to friendships, new beginnings, old times, like life, suffering, appreciating suffering. The alchemist. Taking your shit and turn it into gold, man. And then to also have then to add the perspective to see that you're suffering and then to add the perspective that you're not suffering. Exactly. <laughs> That's voluntary. <laughs> like I know I'm going to suffer, but because I chose this, I have the option to go, this isn't suffering. And put your love on me. <laughs> the song in the background is killing me right now, dude. Oh, wow. All right, man. I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. Mike, 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 Mike drop. Ready? On three, two, one. <laughs>